I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Grace. And I'm Alex. And you are listening to Let's Talk About. Each week we're going to be talking about anything and everything and sharing our unwanted opinions that no one really asked for. Literally no one. Basically, we just love a good chin work and thought, why not record them? So sit back with a cuppa. Go for a jog. Make a risotto. Or rock back and forth in the corners to the soothing tones of our voices. So unbelievably soothing. <laughs> if you enjoy this episode, remember to subscribe, drop us a cheeky rating and review, and thank you so much for listening. Hi, Ali. Hi, Grace. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. You look very cute right now. I'm very cosy. I've got my Grace Malwet <laughs> original on. Um, I for, for the listeners, I gave um, Alex a... What would you call it? Like a poncho snood... Thing. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a zip up poncho realness yeah. morph thing. And it's cute. And it's Zara as well. It's so comfy and it's so warm. But I just never wore it. And I was just, I was looking at it and I was like, that is Alex. That isn't Grace. That's Alex. <laughs> and I'm in my uh, Primark original Minnie Mouse. You look absolutely fantastic. Uh, blanket hoodie. That's like ready for the thank runway. You, thank you. I think we should do every podcast in these. I think so. Who cares about what we look like? It makes me feel really comfortable. And like when I'm putting myself in this really vulnerable position, I feel like Minnie Mouse has like got me. I might do my next one naked in bed, actually. <laughs> and I'll be really comfortable. You know, that's when you know that I'm comfortable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so before we start, like, I just wanted to tell everyone that I'm not about to cry. I just sound like I am because my larynx is trapped in my, in the sun, uh, because I was singing and I haven't sung for so long. And so my technique has gone out the window. And I've been like berating her with insults. So she's kind of on the brink right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And my voice is tired. (laughs) Why do we do this? Mm. So today we're going to have a little chat because... I don't even know how we got onto this conversation the other day, but we were talking about how I really struggle to like focus with like any task in life or just like be still in general. <laughs> um, and we're also talking about like social media, yeah. weren't we? And like mm. uh, how it can distract you. And have actually, have you watched The Social Dilemma? Yes, I have. What did you think? Oh, we'll chat about that. Okay. Well, should we play the game first? Yeah, let's play the game first before we get into the serious stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Shut up, Grace. So, Alex, how do you play this game? You introduced the game. Yes. So I saw this on another YouTube channel called Superfruit, which is like years and years ago, but I love that channel. But um, basically what you do is you get a little app that's called Say It Backwards and you speak a word into the app and it will reverse it for you. And you've got to then re-record yourself speaking it backwards, hoping that when they play it, forwards it sounds like it should do does that make any sense it makes yeah. sense to me you'll get it it does yeah it does yeah so do you want to go first i'll give you a word yeah i'll give you uh first word can be february okay february wait yeah, february. I, all this time i thought it was february february well there's are uh, yeah you're wrong um <laughs> i don't know right okay oh gosh that's gonna be really hard yeah, well. So now welcome. I record myself. Yeah. February. Here, I'm Fifth. Oh, 
Oh my god, Pierre Beth. Pierre Beth. Okay, so now I need to do that back. Pierre Beth. So I do that back, right? Okay. Yeah, so you record yourself and do it. Go on. Pierre Beth. <gasps> That's that really, good. really good. That was really good. February. Oh my god! I just need to make sure that my mic's picking this up. February. I can <gasps> hear it. <laughs> I'm so impressed. That was really it's good a... first time. Watch us now play this for an hour now. Know, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, let's have a go. Forget social media. Like we're doing this. I mean, yeah, and to be honest, if you enjoy this section of the podcast, let us know. We will just do a whole episode because <laughs> we're going to run out of things to talk about at some point. <laughs> okay, I've got a word for you. Okay, what is it? I'm going to go for a musical. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. this one has just come into my head. Eugenius. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. Okay, let's let's record it. Here we go. Eugenius. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. <gasps> Whoa, that's Sa- scary. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, let's give it a try. Here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is not gonna do it. Are you ready? Let's hear. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> that was a really hard one. I'm so surprised that you got February well so well. I know. How did that happen? February. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay, your turn. I'm gonna give you satisfied. Oh, I'm gonna never be satisfied. Okay. <laughs> Satisfied. <laughs> that why does that sound like longer backwards? Yeah. Oh, Spanish. Shut up, I've got a lisp, alright? Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not bad. Satisfied. That's as, that's as good as my Eugenius. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, one for you. Okay. Mini Mouse. Mini Mouse, okay. Let's. Here we go. Mini Mouse. Swam in him. Okay. Swam in him. Swam in him. Oh, no. Sw- oh, Swaminim. Oh, okay. Swaminim. Okay, I'm going to go for it now. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Swaminim. Okay. Swaminim. I feel like I always fuck it up on the actual one. Here we go. Let's play it. Mini Mouse. <laughs> that was good. Again, it's like an Italian person Minnie saying Mini Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, Mini yeah. Mouse. <laughs> Mini Mouse. Mini Mouse. <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually really cute. Mini Mouse. <laughs> oh my god. Should we do one more each? Yeah. Okay. Your one is going to Maybe be. Maybe like a short phrase. Um. Yas Queen. Okay. <laughs> yas Queen. Liu <laughs> Tsai. 
story masks there is a snake in my boot <laughs> my god that's such a long phrase is that too hard try it there's a or snake just say, yeah uh, just say snake in my boot i don't know there's a snake in my boot <laughs> oh my god right hang on there's a snake in my boot Ooh, Vian Cesarin. <laughs> I'm gonna give that try. Vian There's a snake in my boot. Vian Cesarin. <laughs> Here we go. I'm gonna give it a try. Your One. face is doing some madness right now. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm gonna play it one more time. Vian Cesarin. Vian Vian Cesarin. Okay, let's give it a go. Here we go. Oh, I'm a scissoring. <laughs> okay, let's listen. I got there's a. I got there's a. Yeah. Oh. There's a is really good. <laughs> there's a. Was, yeah. Oh my Try god. Try it again. There's a Oh my god, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. We'll at practice. That. We'll practice. If Ooh. you enjoy this game, please let us know. If you enjoyed this did. game, please like and subscribe. <laughs> All that matters is that we had the best time, I guess. Um, so. Oh my god, it's so warm now. <gasps> yeah, me too. Um, let's talk about social media. Let's start with, I guess, our relationship with social media. Well, we've been on and off for a few years. We met in uh, Kentucky and we really just hit it off right away. Um, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. Drink Kentucky fried chicken. Yes, we met We met in KFC. <laughs> What's my relationship with social media? Uh, I feel like I have a pretty healthy relationship with it, unless I've got many underlying issues that I'm not aware of yet, which is probably true. Um, but I feel like I'm quite good at leaving it alone or switching off or not letting it kind of really get to me um or if I can feel it getting to me then I'll recognize it and be like do you know what I'm putting it down and or I'm not tweeting that because it's not worth it yeah (laughs) you know yeah um so I feel like I'm pretty healthy with it other people might say disagree but it's really hard because I don't know like when it when you start looking at it as a job Initially, oh well that's so different actually isn't it when you yeah. put it as a job i don't yeah go on and well i was just gonna say like initially it kind of uh helped me switch off because i saw it more as like yeah job stuff yeah um it's like nine to five so- switch it off like um yeah I'm yeah evening. yeah yeah because the majority of what i was doing was like 
promoting my podcast or mm. YouTube or editing or um like brand deals or whatever mm. or I don't know and it kind of made yeah kind of what you said like it, I saw it more as work so I switched it off but I think in the lockdown and because in the in the lockdowns seem to be getting harder and harder and I just want to like be connected to people yeah like it's I spend so much time on it sometimes mm. but it all depends on my day it all depends on my day like if I get up and have things to do I have classes to teach I have you know run or walk to go on I usually don't spend as much time on it but if I haven't got much planned for the day like I can just sit there on social media and then I'm like oh my god hours have gone by oh and my god. I haven't done anything yet and I hate that uh, um, I've just recently downloaded TikTok and that is the worst yeah. for doing it for hours and end. oh my god I just mm. fall down a comedy hole of just like laughing my head mm. off and but it's, it's TikTok especially is like it's like designed for that to keep you yeah. looking and keep you wanting mm. um but you know I I've always been the person with everything in life I try and see the positives yeah and I really do believe that there is a positive corner of the internet where people just want to make change and be there for each other and stuff but all the other stuff that comes with that is really stressful sometimes. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I've, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's hard like, because it, like the online, being online is literally a coalescence. Is that the right word? I don't know. Like a, a gathering mm. of so many different types of people. And that, yeah. that that never happens, you know. You you that never happens in real life. You don't rarely, at least, is that you don't go to a certain place like work where those people aren't similar to you in some ways yes there'll be differences and stuff but you've got that shared interest whereas on social media so many people gather in some place that come from all walks of life and so it's gonna be there's gonna be differences there's gonna be like things that you don't agree with or things you do agree with and Mm. stuff and it's yeah. yeah and what do you think about um like showing all the sides of you on social media because obviously like social instagram let's say is a highlights reel like it's just a highlights reel of people's life like you only it's very rare that you see people put like oh i'm feeling really shit today or this happened in my life like people don't really share their struggles or their trauma like obviously some people do and there are loads of accounts that are like keeping it real mm-hmm. i try to but what do you feel feel about that do you think that people should do that more or do you kind of understand because part of me is kind of like well, of course I'm not going to post that I'm feeling rubbish yeah. or like on social media because then like you have that argument of some people might think you're attention seeking. Yeah. Or some people might, even though you're just trying to keep your your space as real as possible and like show that you are a human being and no matter who you are. Mm. What What's your thoughts on that? Because I'm kind of conflicted in it. Well, I feel like if you're going to post, it's obviously up to the individual, of course. You can do whatever you want on your social media because it's yours however i feel like whatever you post on there you can say that it's just for you but it's mo- but i'm pretty sure that it's not just for you it's for other people that are viewing your profile no one really posts or puts things on their story just for them yeah. i don't think and so otherwise you just you just wouldn't post it yeah exactly you just have that on your phone and then you've got it because it's just for you but so if if you do it and it makes you feel better 
great if you put if you just put on your happy stuff and then you've got a place that's happy and you can go back to it and look back and be like oh yeah remember that time or remember this or whatever great yeah. if you want to post all the stuff that's also like emotional and they're down bits which some people are they're trying to make that normal aren't they? they're trying to normalize that kind of showing emotion and showing the bad stuff which to some extent i agree with because i feel like as a society the s word again society we mm-hmm cover up our emotions all the time rather than and you know you yeah. don't cry in public or you don't kind of you know whereas in other cultures it's actually encouraged and you, you do and you like wail or like you know grieving is different in different cultures and stuff but yeah. and I was having this conversation actually with my brother the other day <laughs> because someone was put on like a, an emotional like they were in tears and they were saying this has happened and this is why or whatever and like kind of like uh what's the word venting online and he was like I don't, I don't know if that's like a good thing to do because why are you posting that? Why are you sharing that with everyone? And I so, and I put forth the argument of well maybe they're trying to like normalize that. But then the flip side of the argument is why why to, to what end? What are you trying to gain for that? Like posting your emotional bit where you're crying. It, it is it just because you want people to notice you? It's just such a weird concept when you think about it, isn't it? Like why did I why did I why do I post pictures of what I eat? What, well, actually, no, that's different. Why do I post pictures? Of, why do we post pictures in general? Full stop. Yeah. Like, it's just weird concept, isn't it? It's a but really weird But I do really like, lo- actually love, I love going back through my Instagram mm. and looking at my memories and stuff and like all through drama school. So I actually wish I posted a bit more. Like, yeah. Because I just love it. And I'm bad with like keeping stuff on my phone and in scrapbooks and stuff. So it is nice yeah i like going through my archive on my insta story that's always fun yeah i yeah. love that and like seeing memories and stuff documented memories that was one of the main reasons i started a youtube channel um but it's just that weird thing of like who do you do it for yeah like, i don't i don't post now because i think oh i'd love to look back on this that's just kind of like a byproduct that comes with me posting is the fact that i get to look back on it yeah yeah, Do you know what I, mean? I think it's. I think that's always a good question to ask as well. Before you post something, question yourself and be like, "Why am I posting this? Why am I trying to get it?" Not in a not as a way to talk you down from it. No way, but a way to just understand yourself a bit more. Just always question yourself. Be like, "Do I really want to post this? Am I posting this for someone else?" Which is also okay. Just like if you recognise it, it just helps you learn yourself about learn about yourself a little bit more. Um, I know that I do it, and I always like I rarely tweet because most of the tweets that I will write out, I'll be like, do I need to put this? Does anyone really mm. care? Um, and yeah. I'm like, actually, no, that's that's my thought. Like, that's mine. I don't need to post that out there. You know, it doesn't, to what end is it going out there? Um, yeah. But on the flip side, a lot of stuff does need to be said. You know, even the things that you question and be like, should I put this or not? Some of the stuff does and some of the biggest movements of our time of 2020 happened because people posted it online, you know? It can be really yeah. helpful in that sense. Yeah, definitely. And then it kind of, like, things like that, like, when you're talking about things, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but the example that's coming into my head is, do you remember that conversation we had about keratosis pilaris and that picture I sent being, like, yeah, when we yeah. had that conversation yeah. about the whole, yeah. <clears throat> so, basically, if anyone doesn't know what keratosis pilaris, long story short, it's, like, a really, really common skin condition really common like so many people have it um and it's just kind of like bumpy skin some people call it chicken skin i do not call it chicken skin um and i'm literally covered in it have been from like as long as i can remember and 
a lot of people have it and a lot of people are very insecure about it and I have been insecure about it my whole life like we're gonna do a little skin podcast one oh, yes. day yes, but um yeah so we don't need to speak about that now but I messaged Alex and we kind of had that conversation of um it's kind of going back to the body image thing but yeah is posting a picture being like look at this thing that society call a flaw on my body I love it, da 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 da. Love your flaws, love your insecurities, whatever people post. Mm. Is that just drawing to that insecurity more and make highlighting it and highlighting it for the people who have it? And I've read so many um, debates and blogs and Twitter th- feeds about um, uh, models and like people who aren't like influencers, like Fitzbo models who are not like probably over like a size 12 like of a small build Mm. bending over and like pinching their skin and being like look we all have roles and everyone was kicking off about it but then there was the odd tweet of someone being like well actually this actually makes me feel way better about my body because i am a small build and my body does do that when i sit down but all i'm seeing on instagram is like these six packs from everyone who is the same build as me. So what do you think about that argument? How do you feel about that? It's difficult. Like I was saying before, there's so many people online that you're going to have those polarised views of something. Something that could be like a positive thing to someone else could be a negative negative thing to someone else. And when you were talking about the keratosis polaris, I didn't even know that had a name. I'd seen it before on people. Um, but I didn't know it had a name. It didn't even cross my mind that it was that it was anything. And then when you kind of pointed it out to me, I was kind of like, oh, oh, it's it's got a name. It's a thing. People have it. People are insecure about it. But up until mm. then, I'd never even thought twice about it, which is interesting. I actually got an email about it the other day. So I'll keep it anonymous just in case we put it in. But um, I saw a couple of weeks ago that you posted about KP on, on your Instagram and it actually made me so emotional to see such completely normal and common skin condition being normalised. It's sort of weird to realise that that was probably the first time I'd seen KP positively portrayed in the media, despite how common it is and how many people suffer with it. We need to see more representation of this and just recognising your pride in this helped me to question my hatred and insecurity about it. It's such a normal condition that so many people suffer with but for my entire life, it's been one of my biggest insecurities and I'd often try my hardest to avoid showing it off. But when I think about it, what's the point in hiding it? I want to empower others like you have done for me. So I've decided to wear my body with pride and support and confidence and hopefully help others feel ready to do this also. Mm, that's so wonderful. That's so great that they... It's amazing, got, isn't got it? That. It's amazing. But it does it make made me... me really emotional. I had a little tear when I read it. I was like, oh my God. And it, you went it, through the similar thing, didn't you? Yeah, I literally hated it. I was so insecure about it. I used to try and get it off in mm. really awful ways. <laughs> um, sorry, I interrupted you then. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, it does make me wonder though, if there are people out there who had has it and didn't think twice about it. And it wasn't until someone highlighted it and said, I'm proud of this, I'm happy with this. And they thought, oh, that's a flaw. Yeah, and that is the argument. Mm. But yeah, it's so, it's such a tricky debate because I would never want to post a picture and like make people realise that something they have is a flaw. Mm. But then at the same time, I know that I was so insecure about it to the point I didn't ever get my arms out. Mm. 
same as um so many people like i had a few replies on my story and obviously that email and people i've known who've been insecure about it and part of me is like it doesn't devalue my insecurities because mm. my insecurities were very valid and very real yeah but i would never ever want to put someone in that position of looking at my arms yeah. being like i have that and i didn't even realize that so maybe it's just about wording things um, absolutely and that's also that's that is a clear example of a positive way of posting for someone else you know yeah you weren't posting for yeah. you well you were posting for you but you knew that in yourself anyway you knew that but you were putting yeah. that out there for other people and those people will have taken something positive from that and that's where social media can be such a powerful tool it's so powerful mm. but going back to the um whole models bending over and pinching their skin and saying that they're rolled. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The body positive movement was started by black women to fight for justice and fight for equality in for them and for their rights as human beings because they were human beings and they weren't being treated the same as other people and that's who started the body positive movement like and it's i struggle to see people who like people like that who do all these like insta versus reality pictures when it's kind of like n <sighs> so hard I'm, i was going to say not their place to take up space that rhymes not that place to speak up take up space my name is grace um but what <laughs> yeah sorry just had a little bit of a rap there um yeah it 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 feels wrong and there was a lot of replies saying this as well this isn't your movement to fight for this isn't your absolutely but the flip side of that is obviously these models were doing that and you're saying that, that you know it's not it wasn't their place to kind of fight that. I think what they're saying, they are, quote marks, the models. They're the people that are in the magazines. They're the people that are being represented of this is how mm. your body should look. They're the people that are wearing the clothes saying, oh, this is how you should wear those clothes. Those are the people that are doing that and are saying, look, I am not perfect all the time. Even though that's how the magazines are portraying me, I am not perfect, which means that nobody is perfect all the time. It is just about what is shown to you, which is exactly what social media is. It's what's yeah. shown to you. All you can see is what's there. Therefore, they're trying to show you, oh, like, I, I sit down and I hunch over like this. And you can, this because it's what my body does too. But obviously, it it's talking about a point that's also separate to people that do have a different size uh, to them. It's it's mm. definitely absolutely it's a different point. It's a different life. They both have separate lives, experiences, but what they're saying is that like nobody is perfect, and that's again that's something that is polarized. Some person, someone could have taken that tweet and thought, oh, that makes me feel better, and someone else would have like that yeah. makes me feel worse. Yeah. You know? Oh, I found the tweet. 
size eight girls posing nicely and then posing bending over holding a roll doesn't make anyone feel better by the way but then low ah so then loads of people replied and the person replied again going apparently it does make a lot of people feel better so apologies carry on lads but right. someone put these replies show that y'all don't know actually uh what body positivity is and feel that you must always center yourself yes anyone of any size could be insecure about um their body but the point of body body positivity is accepting destigmatizing and making the world a safer place for fat bodies um and mid-sized girls distorting their bodies i.e bending over to mimic a fat body in the name of relatability does absolutely nothing to further that cause very interesting point yeah really interesting but again it's almost in a in a sense it could be classed as shaming the people that are skinny and shaming them for uh for not having been through been through what they've been through and mm. it, it's saying that body positivity the body positivity movement is strictly for people that have had a lot that have a lot of weight it's like yeah. the, it's like the feminism it's like feminism you can't ask for feminism and only want women to be empowered you know and yeah. only want women to reap the benefits feminism is for both parties therefore body positivity should be both parties as well yeah so true and also like i i, I agree i think body positivity is for everyone everyone um, needs to feel comfortable in their skin and everyone should have yeah. the right to feel confident in whatever body they have you know yeah yeah body i well like i kind of look at it as like body neutrality like you don't need to think about your body you think about your life and your friends and your family and your brain and your people you don't think about your body i love that's what i'm striving towards oh gosh that's a different different podcast i can't talk today (laughs) um should we have a look at the responses on instagram yeah let's have a look what they said so i asked instagram what your relationship was like with social media and a lot of people are saying love hate <laughs> and a lot of people saying um toxic i'm gonna pick some random ones mm-hmm. um love how i can connect with people from all over the world but not a fan of how toxic and negative it can be um i've made some amazing friends but i also can't focus on anything i keep having to delete instagram and limit myself my relationship is good i uh like I don't have any issues but the problem is I just get so distracted and I'm always on it and I watch a movie or TV doing work or any free time I have I have I'm on it so I need to cut down and generally have no problems with it um I find myself scrolling for hours TikTok especially (laughs) and comparing myself to everyone I see I need to put my phone down and take time out um I'm obsessed I have a hard time being myself on social media because I'm afraid of what people will say um i will flick through but not overly care i use it as an escape i'm addicted i love the fact it lets me stay connected with people but i hate the pressures overall it's not too bad however i feel i need to be more present and spend less time on it Uh what do you think about the statement um that uh social media is social media is toxic so or social media is is bad or or social media is uh, damaging. What do you think about those kind of statements? I believe they can be true, but they don't have to be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
No, I absolutely I, agree. Yeah. Uh, I think they really, really can be true. Like, they've caused people, cost people their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, social media platforms, mm. peop- online trolls, like, or at least nearly with some people, some, you know. Um, but I think that diversifying your feed can be really, really, as we spoke about in the last podcast, really beneficial and following accounts that make you feel shit Mm -hmm. and and also like just having a life outside of it or clocking yourself be having that ability like what we spoke about having the ability to clock yourself and being like i'm on this too much yeah yeah and those skills are are so i find it interesting you know people say that like i i waste so much time on it and uh you know i find it hard to kind of pull myself away from it and i find that you know when you go for a job interview? Yeah. Have you been for job interviews? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of course you have. You went. You worked at Nando's, didn't you? Um, I just thought you were a West End Wendy for the whole time. Oh, uh, shut up. <laughs> I've had many a muggle job. Pizza place, cupcake shop, Nando's. <laughs> I've had all the muggle jobs. All the restaurants. A bar, a pub, a pub. I worked at a pub. Oh, there you go. Well, so when yeah, you go for an interview... How many mm. times do they say, or, you know, on the form, whatever, they'll say, what, what's your time management skills like? What's your self-discipline like? You know, they'll ask for these things. These these skills that most people should have, these are the things that are going to get you a job if you've got good self-discipline, mm. time management. And yet we struggle to kind of incorporate that into our own lives. It's, it's possible. It's possible to do it. You just need to discipline yeah. yourself and get better at it. I mean, I'm no pro. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, like, I feel like, Something that I don't like is how much people personify and physicalize, almost not physicalize, that's the wrong word, social media. They think of it as an entity. They say social media is bad, social media is toxic. Mm. Oh God, I'm addicted to social media or whatever. Well, actually, that's separate to the first two I just said. But it's people. (laughs) You know, if Mm. if social media is toxic, it's not the entity of social media that's toxic, it's the people. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think too often we like to just blame it on social media and be like, we should get rid of social media. But it's like, no, those people need to learn. Those people need to be taught how and how not to conduct themselves so that you're not making someone halfway across the world feel shit about themselves. I, yeah. I always kind of like metaphorically describe it as like blaming social media for an issue is like blaming uh, the knife instead of the killer. You know? Yeah, yeah. What, what's it's, the point? Yeah, what's so the point of blaming the knife? That the knife isn't the knife has just kind of been The knife did nothing wrong. The knife was static <laughs> as it was held and put different places. The knife is an inanimate object. The knife is an inanimate object. It's just like social media. It's just it's it's yeah. a thing that we've made up. But it's the people that run it. They're the problem. The people that run it, yeah, and the people behind the accounts, I guess. Behind the accounts. The, like the, yeah. the the keyboard warriors, yeah. Yeah. And also the people, you know, the people in like social dilemma when they're like, oh, he's been, not been active in a few days. Send him this notification. You know, that, that's like a not it's not real. Obviously. Well, see, that's a, I had huge issues with the social dilemma. dilemma and that's one of them. Yeah. It, it, what Scary. I just said, it personified social media is these three sweaty, evil men in a room being like, oh, he's done that. Let's do that. That's sweaty. not that's what they look like. They had like yeah. flat, that's that's. 
you're personifying it. It's not. It's algorithms. It's electricity. It's it's, it's signals and yeah. stuff. It's There's not, not like that. four people behind each person going yeah. No, and that's what it described, and that's why I had a problem with the social dilemma. Is it was yeah. It was a documentary talking about the uh, the enticement and the uh, misinformation and the. Mm. There's a better word for it. I can't remember what it is, but the documentary itself did that. Yeah, and yeah. I had a huge problem with it. <laughs> yeah, it was is it scared a lot of people. It scared a it lot really of people. I, mean, I saw so much things online saying like, "Oh my god, the social dilemma." I'm deleting all my apps and stuff. And I'm like, no, like that's not the solution. The solution mm-hmm. is not to cut it out. The solution is to teach those people that are using it wrong to use it right. Uh, I've got a question for you. What uh, what's your following feed like? Who do you follow on Instagram? On Instagram, um, I have like staple models. I have like about three models that I, well, no, I follow quite a few models, but I have like staple ones who I kind of like look at a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's purely because I'm gay and I like looking at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen, or yeah, you are. Uh, I'm looking down my feed. It's like funny stuff, friends, uh, casual porn star, celebrities that I <laughs> that I like. Um, that's kind of it, really. Like all the stuff that I don't look at as friends. It's like comedy or like celebrities that I like kind of knowing about. Okay, interesting. Yeah. What's yours? Um, mine is a lot of uh body positivity positivity accounts self-love accounts mental health accounts Mm. i love a good quote like my feed is just full of quotes Mm. um like spiritual accounts um and then i follow quite a few influences like i remember when i signed with gleam i basically just went through their whole roster and just followed everyone (laughs) (laughs) just because i just wanted to see what social networking absolutely yeah yeah and like it's it's been nice uh lots of presenters mm-hmm. lots of like djs um it sounds like yours is totally like mindfulness and mm. social networking it seems like you know it seems like work yeah. work the things that's for work are like the kind of networking stuff and the things that's for you is like the kind of like building yourself up like giving yourself confidence being like yeah yes. yeah because what i used to do um because i'm such a fashionista I I used to like follow models that look like me or they might have similar hair types. They might have like similar like undertones to their skin. I'd, mm. I'd like to see like how they do their makeup, how they do their hair. Mm. And usually it would just make me feel like shit, if I'm honest, like because I would look at them and be like, you're a prettier version of me. Right. And even though... We don't have, we are not even similar. It yeah. could have just been the fact that we both have black hair and like <laughs> we, we're both half Asian or something. And I'm like, you've got better clothes than me, you've got this, you're, you're better than me, you're better than me. And I was just like, this is not healthy. But in my mm. head, it was healthy because I was like, oh yeah, I can copy the way they do their eyeshadow and stuff like that. But no, it's just not a cute idea. Like, I know what colors I look good in. I don't need to see a model who's like, looks a little bit like me but it's probably you know two sizes smaller yeah to you know no to make me feel good so i just unfollowed all of them good um and i just feel it's just so much better and i just feel so much better in myself because 
I no one is like me and no one is like you. Like you are your own person. Mm. Um maybe a good thing would be not for you specifically, like for everyone to do, uh, myself included, would be like to identify exactly what makes you happy going on Instagram. What are the thing what are the posts that you're like, oh that's that's boosted my mood. And then mm. filter your filter your Instagram. Get rid of the ones that don't make you feel good. Find the strand. Because I think that my uh my medicine from instagram is comedy stuff is the funny stuff so i'll follow loads of things that make me laugh and like that's what i'll see when i go on that or you know with with you you know following those models is not your medicine that's your poison so find your medicine which is like the kind of self-love and all those wonderful quotes and stuff follow them Mm. and then that's there you know maybe that's like a key to like dealing with instagram first and foremost you know (laughs) yeah so interesting um do you ever find yourself reaching for your phone when you know you shouldn't be? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, do. I me do. Too. I think I'm good at stopping myself. Though. I think I'm good at recognizing when I'm doing it and I'm like, no. Films, I know that you and I are very different on this. Films, mm. I won't look at it. And I kind of, yeah. it feels like a feat as well. Is that the right word? A feat? Um, it feels like a good thing. Like, I feel positive when I feel my phone buzz and I'm like, I'm answering that after the film. Like I'm not I'm not even looking at it Love and I'll just it. I'll turn wow. it upside down and I'll be like, I don't need to because I'm watching this film and I need to watch and I wanna watch this film, you know? You got the power Poo! Um yes, I'm the same. Um but similar actually, like a lot of people have replied on the Instagram thing saying that lockdown has made them on their phone more. Mm. And I do I do definitely believe that in some sense, but I also think that <laughs> uh, is contradicting myself it maybe it's just in this lockdown but i've actually got better because i love podcasts and i love interviews and i'm learning about different people and stuff so usually if i'm cooking or doing something i'll put a podcast or something on and i love doing that Mm. um however sometimes i'll like like I, for example, I don't need to take my phone on a walk with me when mm-hmm. I go for walks with my mum because sometimes I'll find myself replying to a WhatsApp message when I'm in the middle of the woods mm. on a nice, beautiful, sunny day, and I'm surrounded by gorgeous nature and trees that keep us alive. And I, I love will trees. say though, I will say, guys, if you're going for a walk in the woods, take your <laughs> phone. <laughs> Maybe put it at the bottom of your bag, but take your phone. <laughs> No, I was with my mom. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> She's a terror. <laughs> you never know what yeah. Jax is going to do. Yeah. No, take your phone. Take your phone. Take that back. Take your phone, but just don't look at it. Yeah. Um, That's why, yeah. Bury it at the bottom of your bag. Put it in your back yeah. pocket. Put it somewhere where it's like, I don't need it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. When you're going to walk, you yeah. don't need your phone. Yeah. You don't. Um, And, yeah. And then the last thing is series, Netflix series. Like, it's just, I just fall asleep. And it, maybe it's because I usually watch films and Netflix in the evening and I usually fill my days with as much stuff as I can mm. um, or like somehow tire myself out, I don't know. And then I sit down and I just fall asleep because mm. I just don't rest. I really struggle to read a book, to rest. And like, I've been doing something at the moment where I read before before bed. Yeah. And it makes my eyes so sleepy. And yeah. so I like, I'll fall asleep after two pages. But yeah, it's, it's tricky, like in terms of phone and stuff. Um, because personally, like, 
especially like having a relationship through a screen is especially last year in the first lockdown but going like going from like working and basically living with josh in and juliet to then the first lockdown not seeing him for however many weeks Mm. it was hard and i was not nice (laughs) i was not nice with the screen i just can't do it i can't do it um (laughs) Poor Josh. I just don't like it. Oh, yeah, sorry, no. Josh. Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Should we have a little look at some of the responses to the, to the next bit? So I've got one response. I can't sit and just watch TV either. Always have to do something as well. Always have the same issue when I have to watch pre-record lectures. I can't focus. In my degree, we investigated relationship with social media and sleep quality. We found that social media use, especially near bedtime is related to poor sleep quality. Because of this, I try to limit how much I use social media, especially uh, close to going to bed. Absolutely. Now, I'm really trying to do this. I'm trying to leave my phone for an hour before before bed and... Before bed and when I wake up. Mm, yeah, I mean, the do not disturb button is, the, is your best friend. <laughs> like, that's what I use. Mm. Like, I remember when I used to not use the do not disturb button and I would... I have like not sleepless nights but I would have disturbed nights because halfway through the night I'd get a vibration or whatever and it would wake me up and that's not a good that's not a good yeah. night's sleep so I use the do not disturb so that I've not got a distraction do you know what I mean yeah and did you know that the blue light in phones and laptops actually makes you um unable to uh, produce the empathy chemical ah I knew it was bad for you right interesting that's, right that's really interesting that's so strange I know that when I there's been nights where I've been on my phone until the minute I close my eyes, mm. I have bags. I have, a, have them now, but you can kind of see that I get really dark circles and my eyes hurt. My eyes actually hurt. It's horrible. Yeah. I've got an interesting point that I've, I've thought about. Isn't it interesting, though, that every generation has had something that's classed as a distraction, but also like that the older generation is like, oh, you need to get off that. So our generation, obviously, it's social media, being on phones, being on whatever. And they're like, you know, come on, we're watching a movie. Like, watch the movie. Back when movies were first coming out, it was like, you're watching another movie. Uh-uh. Like, read a book. Read a book. <gasps> but when it was... Oh, wow. And then, I noticed it in films and stuff when, like, parents, like, in the, I don't know, early 1900s, I guess, when yeah. a child would be reading a book and they'd be like, but put that down. Like, why do you read so many books? like come on like do something else and now i'm trying to stop going on social media so i can read a book yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it That's so interesting yeah um we've got a response with a question in this one that i feel like would be better for you to answer okay um so anom uh i have met so many amazing people (laughs) (laughs) anon (laughs) no anom anon you were right right the second time yeah yeah i was anom shut up grace anom (laughs) Um, I have met so many amazing people through social media, but I've also had a few strangers be really rude to me and ask some personal questions that cross the line uh, to restrict, unfollow them because it was just getting too much. Also, as much as I like social media, I feel like there's too much pressure to post content and respond to DMs or messages right away. Completely agree. Um, I've turned my notifications off and muted chat messages from certain people, which has helped a bit. Haven't been able to bring myself to delete it or take a full-on break from it, though, because of FOMO. Any suggestions on how to deal with FOMO? Oh, my God. My, I'll, I'll just answer first that mm. the few social media breaks that I have had, I've been so happy. And I 
I have had a bit of FOMO, but I like what I mean is I can guarantee anyone you speak to who has taken social media breaks has felt better for it. Mm-hmm. Um, like that is probably the general consensus. I know I'm probably generalizing, but I know for a fact that people take social media breaks to gain a bit of positivity in their life. Yeah. Um, and it just made me feel in a way better place. And when I came back on it, well, at the start, but I just limit. I just limited my time in it because I'd kind of trained my brain for a whole week to not keep reaching for my phone. Um, mm-hmm. What about you? How do you deal with FOMO? Yeah, well, I mean, I've definitely suffered with FOMO for a long, long time, but suffered <laughs> battling through it though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've never, I've never been a, had a social media cleanse. I've never taken a break for something. The only thing that I have done is deleted Facebook off my phone, and I still don't have it on. I don't think just because I was yeah. bored. I was bored. But I like social media, so mm. I've never, I've never like got rid of them. But at the same time, if you've not got it, then you're just imagining what you're missing because you don't know what's happening. So it's just all yeah. your imagination, and I guess it's. I don't know what the solution is, but finding that kind of feeling of being present, like yoga, like that whole mindfulness thing of just being like, well, appreciating what you have got right here, right now, you know? Yeah. And if you have like positive surroundings, I'm very lucky that I can go for walks, I can watch TV, I can read a book, I can play with my dog and just have fun. Mm. If you kind of look at it like that, like I can do all these fun things when I'm not on my phone kind of turns into like jomo the joy of missing out yeah yeah like i i jomo. like to have a bit of jomo sometimes um yeah. i also and, really like also... jojo she's a good singer jojo get up <laughs> right now is that jojo yeah it is well done it's the end of you and me um and but i must say when i didn't go on social media i did call my friends a lot and i caught up with loads of my friends because i wasn't on social media Mm. and so that gave me jomo but at the same time i've never had a break turning off my phone because that would just petrify me yeah it it scares me right i don't get fomo from turning off my phone it worries me that some of my friends or my family won't be able to contact me if something important has happened yeah, um, same. That's, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. But yeah, Jomo, joy of missing out. And like, you're absolutely right. We can literally talk to each other and we're like towns away from each other or countries away from each other. We could just call mm. people and they're right there, you know, and you can have yeah. like actual conversations rather than over message. And, you know, me and Hi, Grace. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. What have you been up to? Same as yesterday, what about you? Like, I just can't, I can't do small talk. You no. know I can't. I'm always like, how do you think the world started, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Again, we were there. We were there when it started. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, we have the answers to that, but we'll answer it another time. Um, but oh. yeah, you and I literally will have FaceTimes where we don't even speak to each other. We just have it on because mm. it's nice to have the company. You kind of work out, it's reworking out how to be social with people rather yeah. than using social media. Just make sure, uh, how to do a FOMO, make sure you have positive things you can go to instead of social media uh look at the benefits of taking a break from it like write them all down look at them in front of you and be like okay i'm gonna feel good if i do this um plan what you're gonna do when you're on your break from social media like what are you gonna do to fill your time otherwise you will probably reach for the phone <laughs> jed Berry replied actually yeah jed he's he's really good at it though he's really good at filtering yeah. social media and like kind of working out what he wants to see and what he doesn't want to see and he'll filter it he's really good at that yeah 
Yeah. Um, we've got one that says, it's about learning to engage with it and not about it engaging with you. My English Ooh. teacher saw that my daily average screen time was seven hours and bought me a book. Uh, I sometimes set an alarm and when that alarm goes off, I then have five minutes to stop what I'm doing and that way I can stay connected stay in control and also do a different activity that's such a good idea setting an alarm but there's, there's literally apps you can get that will lock your apps lock your other apps lock your social media and be like no this, between this time and this time you can't look at this gosh so many people are just addicted to it there's a lot of people on here saying that they've made their best friends on social media do you think you can make a best friend on social media yes i don't think it's a fully proper friendship if you've never like spoke to them at least on facetime or on the phone yeah. but then what is a best friendship join us for podcast number three <laughs> what are best friends <laughs> all about platonic soulmates <laughs> <laughs> you're my platonic soulmate let's talk about the distraction thing so let's move away from social media let's talk about why why i can't sit still hit me why do you think i can't sit still well we're in a we are of that generation where we've had we have a lot of things there is a lot of things going on and we're very connected and we can see so much more than we were able to when we we're younger so we're our attention span first of all is shorter second of all we just want more and more and more mm-hmm. um that's why they describe you know netflix tv shows if they don't grab you within the first 10 minutes that show is probably mm-hmm. going to be a flop and also something you said the other day really helped me actually because i was getting really annoyed at myself I was talking to Alex saying, even when I'm on FaceTime to my friends, even though I respect my friends with my whole life, I adore my friends. I'm so lucky to have the friends I do. You're welcome. <laughs> Shut up, not you. Um, <laughs> I'll be <laughs> I'll be in conversation on FaceTime and I'll find my hands start itching and then my feet start itching. And then all of a sudden I'm putting my dry washing in the drawers. Or I'm folding my socks, or I'm hanging up my jumpers, or I'm painting my nails. I'm doing something whilst having a conversation. Like, I still converse. I'm still here. I'm still chatting. Mm. But I just cannot sit down and look at a screen and talk. I can't. (laughs) Well, I'm doing it right now. But But you can. You can. You're doing it right now. You wouldn't do that with someone professional. So you can do it. Yeah, I can. You wouldn't I be can. in an important meeting and then go and do your washing, you know? <laughs> I know, that's so true. So, so it's true. possible. And there's two sides of it as well. You know, if you're on the phone to me, I don't really care if you're doing other stuff at the same time because it was just so... Like... I know, but you deserve... Yeah, but you deserve me to be present in a conversation because... Do you know what I mean? You deserve my full attention. I mean, when when it's your friend... Sure. Like if I was talking to you about something really serious, and I was like, you know, my hamster just died, and I really need to speak. Yeah, to I wouldn't. I wouldn't go fold clothes then. <laughs> you wouldn't go. Yeah, exactly. You'd sit there and you'd give me the attention that I want and need. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the other times, it's not but what? But what if? What if I was having a chat with a friend and you were feeling some kind of way that I would have been able to tell by your body language or something, and I didn't notice it. But I'm just thinking of the worst. I'm just thinking of the worst. But I'm I'm just saying, like, what if I miss something? What because if I... you were distracting yourself. Yeah, and what if I'm not focusing completely on the conversation and then I come back to talk to you the next day and you go, oh, yeah, so you know I was talking about that thing and, and then I'm like, I wasn't... I haven't processed it. I haven't remembered it because I was folding clothes. 
<laughs> is the one I'm thinking about. But like, it, it's just scary. It's scary because I just feel like I could go down this spiral of it. Um, but something you said the other day that made me feel better was because mm. I am that person. I just can't deal with silence. There has to be a <laughs> podcast. There has to be music. There has to be some kind of noise going on when I'm doing anything. Sewing, um, walking, whatever. And it's something I'm, again, another thing I'm really trying to get myself used to and just let my brain be still and quiet. And um, But you said there you can relax into activities. So mindless activities like sewing or mm. painting your nails something that you you can do without thought yeah the habitual you stuff. can yeah so that can be a thought form of relaxation because mm. i was sewing for the majority of the day yesterday and then i got to the end of the day and i was like oh my god i haven't relaxed i haven't taken any time for self-care i haven't read my book i haven't sat down and like cuddled bonnie but actually i guess i was relaxing because i was just mindlessly just sewing and the and the world went by. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to, if anyone's in the same situation as me, who just cannot sit still and is struggling with it, you can, like, keep your hands busy. Yeah, absolutely. Also, in terms of that brain going crazy thing, I mean, I feel like meditation is like another podcast altogether. But there's the Guide mm. to Meditation on Netflix, which is like a series and each one is a different yeah. meditation. And in one of them, it talks about, it uses a metaphor of like, imagine you're like stood at the side of a really busy road. Um, what you're wanting to, in your head, the road is your head, your mind and all the thoughts and the cars are the thoughts. And what you're wanting to do is get that car and chase after it. You're chasing after that car when it, and you don't want to do that. But also you don't want to get in the middle of the road and stop the cars. That's not what you want to do. You want to just learn how to stand at the side of the road and just watch those cars go by and watch those thoughts wow. just go by. Yeah, that's Love kind of it. the guy. That's his his method of meditation. It's about being able to just notice them, but not go after one or not stop them. Just allow mm. them to go past, which I yeah. really like. Or like clouds watch the clouds go past mm. clouds are your thoughts yeah i love mm. things like that really help me actually and if anyone's got like any thoughts or like comments or anything that we said like just let us know like talk to us because we want to keep talking about it because it's it's it affects all of us social media is literally in everyone's lives more so like it's in getting increasing being our lives look at us we're in lockdown and we've had to use zoom zoom has just blown up yeah. thank god we've got technology and i think as well like what you're saying about we're not perfect when it comes to social media the relationship is ever changing oh my god it's so individual i i could feel good with it now and then something could happen or a certain day i might feel good with it a certain day i might feel awful with it spend hours on it Mm -hmm. like it is honestly just ever changing and i don't think anyone again it's kind of like um self-love and self-care it is a practice and not a destination yeah relationship um, colon it's complicated yeah <laughs> and what was that what was that quote that really good quote that that person did it said it's about learning to engage with it and not about it engaging with you yeah i think that's perfect i think that's absolutely hitting the nail on the head you gotta learn how to live with it because hey we all need it in a we all age. need it it's yeah, there. and it's not going it's not anywhere. Going, it's not going away, so we've got to learn how to deal with it properly. Take your time with learning how to deal with it. And, like, if you want to journal about it, journal about it. Like, actively take some time to assess your relationship because, as you said, it's not going anywhere. And yeah. we want to be those people when we have children mm-hmm. who... Because 
like the way my parents look at it, I don't want it to get even worse and worse and worse. And mm. there's me like, oh my gosh, my child is going to be a robot. Oh my God, we have a word for it in our family. Well, there is a word for it. It's called fubbing. Is fubbing. When, yeah, that's it. When you're on your phone or when you're on like a technology in the presence of company, it's called fubbing. And our family use it all the time. Where it's like, oh, you stop yeah. fubbing. And it makes us like, it shames us. And it's good because then we're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. <laughs> yeah, put it away. Yeah. So yeah, start using that word fubbing. Fubbing. Hashtag fubbing. Right. And on that note, Alex, see you later. See you later. Bye. <laughs> And that's it for this week's episode of Let's Talk About. If you have any questions or comments, please, please, please email us at cuttothegrace at gmail.com because we love to hear from you. Uh, Join us next week when we have the wonderful Luke Yates and we talk about all things dating. But until then, goodbye!